Welcome to Huge Quickly Podcast. I'm Danny. Good evening, Rebecca. Good evening, Danny. So glad to have you here. Oh, thanks. It's been a it's been an extra week this time with a little week break. It's all right. Yeah, yeah. It's all right. We've been busy. It's summer. Summer's winding down. You have to take advantage of it. We saw trees with leaves that were already turning red, and that's really distressing to me. Don't don't tell me that. Are they, they? Did you really see that? Colors are changing. You were with me. I didn't see that though. I heard someone say it, and I, I was like, uh. <laughs> you just ignored it. You turned your back uh, on it. Uh, it I don't know what you guys are looking where at. Where we were hiking, yeah, it looked green to me. Okay, I mean it's, it's sad green. for me when the summer's over and the summer's winding down. I know. Well, I mean it rained. You know, I feel like it's yeah. the beginning of fall. The pumpkin spice latte is out. They are just moving that back farther, further and further up, right? Yeah. I mean, like, I understand, like, the Christmas creep and, like, all that, and that's about retail, and it's annoying, sure, but the pumpkin spice latte. That's like a thing. Yeah. Like, with Christmas, because, you know, they already have the decorations out, I'm sure. Yeah. But that pumpkin spice latte is a harbinger of fall, and the fact that they already have it out is just distressing. I know. I, um, I actually saw a link that my sister posted about like, she's kind of into sort of like natural food and, you know, avoiding the bad stuff and whatever. And it was this whole thing about the hub of pumpkin spice latte, like doesn't have pumpkin in it. Oh, and like all the additives. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, my thought was sort of like, I, I don't know what you really expect with a Starbucks pumpkin spice latte. I don't know. I, I don't get the sense that it's like handcrafted in the back. No. I mean, I assume the pumpkin spice latte is, I mean, it's pumpkin spices. It's just like cinnamon and nutmeg and allspice or whatever uh, you put in pumpkin pie. Is that official? What are, what are pumpkin spices? You can buy pumpkin spice mix. Really? Yeah. Oh. An apple spice mix. You could have used that for like the coffee I made this morning. I made some awful, <laughs> awful camp coffee today. I mean, it, it's camp oh. coffee, so we weren't holding you to a high standard. Yeah. We went camping, by the way. We went to uh, a Washington. We went to the Ape Cave first yeah in washington awesome it i'll was post some pictures so of that oh cool yeah how great. long was that what it was probably what three miles long um yeah about that i think yeah if you started at the top you'd have to you'd have to go down a ladder and then start climbing down basically but mm-hmm. it's just like this lava tube and it's just amazing it's, so it's hard cool. to describe it's just what at the tall point it's probably like I don't, I don't like, know, 15 feet tall or something. I would say taller feet. than that. There was like a couple of really big caverns that yeah, we went into. It's like these, I don't know. It's so cool. Formed by lava. That's just flowing yeah. underground. It looks like you're in a mine shaft. That's like a big mine shaft. Like mm-hmm. they went crazy with it. Yeah. But the walls are all, you know, like striated from where the lava flowed through and you can sort of see it on the floor where it cooled. And it's just, it's so cool. It's yeah. so cool. It was rad. Yeah. And, uh, um, there's just all these little formations. There's like the meatballs one. It's just, you have to go there and see <laughs> it. Skylight. Like, yeah, it was awesome. Skylight. Yeah. We'll post pictures. That was pretty fun. But then mm-hmm. we camped at, what was that place called? What Merrill, lake? Merrill Lake. Merrill Lake. Yeah. It was a good spot actually for, for a Labor Day weekend. And it was free. We had free camping and, uh, um, we had, uh, um, Andre and Amy go and it was a good time. And, um, God, I made awful camp coffee. I made it with my <laughs> percolator, my little percolator got out. I got that out. And I just really messed up the ratio. We had like weird coffee water. Yeah, it was like tea colored, which is fine. I mean, it tasted like coffee and it smelled like coffee and it was warm, which is nice. Yeah. And the warmth was nice because I failed at getting the fire started this morning, which is mm. a personal shame for me. I'm sorry. I still feel bad about it. 
about not getting the fire started this morning? Yeah, it was cold this morning. Wouldn't it have been nice to have just like a crackling fire to warm up next to? Well, when you put it that way. Right? Yeah, it would have been great. And you told me, you're like, yeah, restarting the fire was a great idea. Like when it looked like it might get going and then it failed. Like, <laughs> yeah, Rebecca was sitting there, had this thing going, look, looking really good, actually. I went and got some more wood that was a little bit wet, but it was probably maybe some of it was going to work. And then you just, Rebecca sort of just like put one extra stick on one side and the whole thing just fell over and she's like, I'm done. She just quit. And that's it. I mean, yeah, it was. Once you kind of snuff it out like that, it's, it's over. I mean, it was disheartening for sure. And the wood was wet. I, yeah. yeah. It wasn't going to be great. It, it was surprisingly rained. a little cool though. Speaking of like getting into fall. I know. And it rained. It was raining when we got to the campsite. So we pitched our tents oh, yeah. in the rain and. Yeah, it wasn't so bad. Miss you, Shetman, though. Shetman was supposed to come. Couldn't make it. He's too busy. Love you, man. Oh, would have been nice. Uh, I he, saved you a spot right next to me. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> Don't encroach. What? He was going to be next to me. That's not true. Yeah. I got the two plus. Oh, I meant a spot next to me for his tent. Oh, 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 yeah, me too. Oh. <laughs> That's what I meant. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Well, okay. Uh, all right. His decision. I I am a little bit sad. It's late. It's Labor Day weekend, and I'm not in Ellensburg. Normally, Ellensburg for me for Labor Day weekend is rodeo, fair, frisbee, lots of frisbee golf. Oh, you know, I didn't think I connected the fair with the rodeo. That would have been awesome. Sorry. God. Mm-hmm. No, it's okay. I just ruined your weekend. I feel like now. No. <laughs> so you still getting back to the fire thing? It's all right. I'm over that. All of it. Okay. Pitching tents in the rain. Just awful scenery. <laughs> Ape Cave was really fun. Ape Cave was fun. And we went on this hike today and that I kind of read about. And it's cool. Um, it's like kind of around like the base of Mount St. Helens and like up the side of like one of the closer mountains. Um, but it was cloudy the whole time, which is fine. But like you couldn't see the top of Mount St. Helens. Okay. And then we did it. I think it was a f- like a pretty hard hike because it was up most of the way, especially at the end. And it was just switchbacks. Yeah. And we get up to that and we're like, have a good view of Mount St. Helens. And it's about the same as the view from the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. Still cloudy. Sorry mm. to admit it, but yeah. I know. Oh, I, I was fully aware of that when we got it back. Really, to- it was cloudy. It ended up getting cloudy. If it would, if it was a clear day, that would have been a sweet view of yeah. Mount St. Helens. And I mean, there was that like sweeping view of the whole like forest and the mountains in the distance and that yeah. lake. So it was fine, I guess. I don't know. Oh, you know what? In retrospect, maybe we would have picked a different hike. Yeah, it wasn't the best one I've ever been on, I'll, I'll admit it. But I think that if if we had turned that last corner and the clouds are gone and we're just seeing the mountain, it would have been like an awesome view. It, it would have been. It would have changed the whole thing. Yeah, but you with know, no mountain view, eh. Also, we encountered some bees on the way back down. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that was weird. Yeah, just walking along and searing pain in my leg. She lost it. Running, running around. <laughs> we actually saw a little girl get stung by a bee earlier in the trip. And so it's so weird to me because it's just like, I don't know, bees, uh, people don't usually get stung by bees. It just doesn't seem like it happens that much. And we see two people in two days. And we were up above the timber line. I'm pretty sure when I got stung or like right at it, I feel like they shouldn't be up there. Right. Well, we, Stay I around. never did see the one that stung you. I never saw one the whole trip. So, well, they were there. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> No. Yeah, it was weird. I know. We were just like, what? Yeah, I was confused by it. At first, I thought that I just got bitten by something and I was overreacting and being a baby by like talking about how much it hurt. Yeah. There was the stinger. That's what I thought too, but I was like, oh, okay. No, those things hurt. 
That's a pain. They did. I think at least that I can recall, this is my one and only bee sting. That's, that's crazy. So we were nervous because you didn't know for sure that you weren't allergic. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You're allergic to everything else. Yeah. Yes. That's fair. I was a little worried too because we were, I mean, up about at least three miles away from the car. Yeah. And I didn't have my EpiPen on me. Mm. Um, and you had some Claritin in the car, but again, that was three miles down. Yeah. Yeah. But it worked out fine. Made it down. It's all good. Yeah. Just fine. Yeah. It was a good time. Uh, hike was good. I, um, I, I feel bad about the bee though. That's, that's, that's well, I don't think it's your fault. I don't blame you for it. <laughs> our good. campsite though, our campsite was right next to a lake. And when we got there, it was just kind of rainy and cloudy and couldn't really see anything, but it cleared off really, really well. So we sat there and watched the sunset over like the mountains on the other side of the lake mm. and had beers and it was just really nice. I figured out a new feature on my cell phone that <laughs> I did tell you about, but I, I'm so excited about it now that it might, you take 360 pictures and then you can go look at that picture later, hold your phone up and spin around and it's like you're in that spot. It's really cool. It's actually it was really sweet. Awesome. It worked really well. Yeah. Yeah. I was impressed. I, I would almost consider maybe getting your sort of phone when I have to upgrade. Oh, you don't have to sugarcoat it. I'm not. I you don't like the iPhone. No, I love my iPhone. But yeah. if the six is going to be bigger and, you know, I'm kind of over the cult of Apple. So thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I don't actually really care that much, but I do think it's funny that by almost any objectable me- objective measure, my phone is just, oh, it's just basically identical or, or better in so many ways to <laughs> iPhones. So then iPhone users are like, Oh God, no. Like mine is so much better. Ooh, hoo, hoo. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I just I'm like jealous. the, the layout. I don't know. I'm sure that if I use yours, it's fine, but it just seems like the Apple stuff is just like the display is just like so polished and clean. I like it. I don't know. I've stuck with it. Seems like a lot of emotional things. The other thing too is that there's just, there's so many smartphones out on the market now. I, mm-hmm. it's just nice to walk in and buy the iPhone. Well, you know what? I've said this for years. I wish they would have consulted me, but I think that's a huge problem for Android personally. I don't know. It's like, the like Motorola needs to just have like the droid. This is the droid. Right. And it, yeah, they come out with a new one the next year, but it's like, it's still just called the droid because it's like, I I don't know, maybe you figure out a way to add a number to it or something, but like there doesn't need to be all these different names, all these Mm -hmm. different everything. You don't know what, unless you like do some real research into Android, you don't know what the marketplace is really like and what like the hierarchy are of the phones. But with Apple, it's really obvious. Yeah. Like I know what I'm going to get with my iPhone. And oh. the other thing too is that since so many other people, this is changing, but since so many other people have the iPhone, I can go to a friend's house and more often than not use their charger or be in a friend's car and use their charger. Yeah. But see, that's really the problem of Apple because they have a proprietary charger and Android's the one that has a basic, uh, it's the generic. I know, one. but the Apple one is so ubiquitous because everyone has one. Yeah. But like that's. You're acting like that's a plus for Apple, but, but I mean, it's like they created the, their problem. Yeah, but uh, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it works. Yeah, I like him too, actually. I don't know. Whatever. It's, um, I think whatever you like though, you should just stick with it because 
<laughs> yeah, because I don't I don't want to be like, wow, I hate I hate this phone and yeah, you talked me into it. Whatever. <laughs> that is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna get an HTC next time. I'm never gonna take three sixty panoramas. Danny. I hate this phone is the worst. Uh, that is one of those features that sounds kinda cool on paper and you use it once or twice. Yeah, like Siri. I never use Siri on my phone. No. I don't even think she listens to me. I did figure out a way that you can change her into a British man. And then it kind of sounds like you have a butler who's like giving you directions and telling you reminders. I Pretty like cool. That. Right. But when you change the dialect, I think it also changes the dialect of like what they expect. So he never understood me when I was asking him for directions. Well, that's dumb. Yeah. It didn't work out well. <laughs> he never heard me he, or he just didn't understand me. Was he using some British words like Laurie? I think he did use a couple of British phrases. Really? Probably not Laurie because I don't know why. Siri watch, would watch out for the lorry. Yeah. Driving directions? No. Nothing? No. They they don't warn me about <laughs> obstacles. It's weird. <laughs> that's the next one. Maybe that's the iPhone six. Um maybe. I like that. No drunk driving, you can't be pissed. Right? Exactly. <laughs> well that I was just thinking road rage. Like being pissed off. No, isn't that, isn't it the yeah. like British, British, mm-hmm. British English? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Pissed is drunk. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Man, I'm tired. I'm tired too. I ran Hood Coast last weekend. Yeah. How'd that go? It was pretty good actually. It was surprisingly good. Mm-hmm. We didn't struggle that much. That's good. And you're surprised by that? Oh yeah. <laughs> Cause tell, what was your training regimen? Mm, lots of talking about training. Yeah. That much is for sure. I burnt a lot of calories talking about training. Well, I got to run after work. Oh, boy. <laughs> and a lot of stuff, a lot of like uh, people like at work, how's your training going? A lot of, oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> really good. I mean, I really didn't lie to them, but I came close to it. For one, because I didn't want to have to explain it constantly why I wasn't running. And two, I was the team captain. So I kind of wanted to instill some confidence. That's true. If the team captain's not doing anything, why should they? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> doesn't just instill confidence. No. My real training regiment was a lot of basketball and extremely limited running. But, I mean, it worked out. Maybe you've hit on something. Like, maybe this is the next new way to train for marathons. Maybe. It's just, it's cross training. When I, okay, probably two weeks ago. I went out for a jog maybe three weeks ago. And it was the first time that I had gone for a jog since Hood to Coast 2013. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know it had been that long. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's impressive then because, I mean, you did uh, well, it sounded like. I did okay, actually. The legs were really easy. Yeah. I mean, for relatively speaking, they were like, well, first one was like five miles, second was like five and a half, third was four. And nothing that was super hard uphill or anything like that. I don't know. It was weird. I felt good. I was like passing people. I probably got passed by three people total in the whole race. Maybe four. That's awesome. I probably passed like 30, 40 people. That's so great. I got passed like three times. You're natural. Oh my God. I think I just got lucky because like the people that run the fastest in that race, they're like five, 15 miles, you know, five minutes, 15 seconds for 200 miles. That is crazy. Yeah. Our team averaged like eight, maybe 25 or something, which is actually pretty good for us. Yeah. And my, my average is like 814, I think. Mm-hmm. So it was a little above average for the team. That's good. Yeah. But that's not 
a fast time by any means, an 814. Like, even, like, Hood to Coast is not a crazy competitive event, even though there are a lot of fast teams. But, like, it's not. But that is, you know, like, a respectively fast time, considering you hadn't run for a year. I mean, that's true. So. I felt okay, actually. Yeah. I trained, actually, pretty hard for the last, like, you know. Two weeks? Uh, yeah. <laughs> two weeks. I did a little, still a lot of basketball. <laughs> and I don't know. I felt I felt strong. Good. I mean, clearly something worked. Yeah. What's your running like? You said you hate to run. I don't run. Never. Uh, no, not if I can help it. Mm-hmm. Um, I I have really like I have tendonitis in my knees. It just hurts the pounding. So I don't do it. It hurt. I mean, you know, I do other stuff. I hike. I. Mm. F- Nearly broke into a run getting down the mountain today, trying to get back to the car with <laughs> antihistamines and painkillers. Um, that's about as quick as I move. Yeah. But I do boulder. Are you going to come bouldering with us tomorrow? I don't think I can. I don't have time for that. We're going to go before seven. What are you doing tomorrow? I'm working. And then, and then I'm doing some improv. Yeah. Getting back Signing into up it. For improv. Again, getting back into that. That's HQ Improv is getting kicked off, kicked yeah. off uh, next Thursday again too. Really? Uh huh. Very cool. Uh, no, no, not next Thursday. A week from Thursday. God, they're <laughs> gonna be so mad at me because I told them this Thursday. Next Thursday is, or this coming Thursday mm. is Seahawks. Oh, yeah. I have my brother-in-law and some of his friends coming into town. It's gonna be a crazy time. And you guys are going up for the game. Yeah, we're going up to Seattle. Yeah, without tickets, we do have a hotel room. But we're going up there to like tailgate and it's just gonna be crazy these guys are nuts I, i'm excited way, about hearing stories uh, it's gonna be interesting or just like a series of drunk texts i hope it's gonna be a lot to handle i think i have to really keep up are you going out for the whole weekend Mm-mm. no they are flying back on saturday mm-hmm. they're flying into town on wednesday normally people do that in reverse order but yep um so Wednesday they're going to get here. We're going to hang out, see some sights Wednesday night, mm-hmm. game Thursday, all day, <laughs> tailgating. I don't know what it is. It's going to be a long day. <laughs> then Thursday, uh, I mean, sorry, Friday, um, come back from Seattle and hang out in town again, do something Friday night, and then they're taking off Saturday. That sounds fun. It sounds intense. <laughs> it does sound intense. So you're just going to like sleep and recover from your hangover Saturday and Sunday? I guess. I don't know. We'll see. I really don't know what to expect at all, hardly at all. I mean, if you're tailgating all day, that seems to be a lot. Yeah. It's a, a lot, a it's lot. It's a lot of day drinking. And then I assume you guys are in Seattle and you've got the hotel rooms. So you're going to go out that night. Mm-hmm. Even just that is tough, but then bookended by... Well, I think the game's a night game. Yeah. If you're so, going up all day. It's just, we're going to have to just, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I hope <laughs> it goes well. I'm sure it'll go well. Oh. I think it's like nobody disappears or gets arrested or. That's what I mean. Well, <laughs> I would hope you guys are old enough to not do that. I think we'll be fine. Uh, we'll be fine. The listeners of this podcast know that the, the real drinking days for me are over. They're behind me. <laughs> It's a chapter that's closed. <laughs> and, All right. uh, <laughs> no, I'm just joking. <laughs> uh, yeah, it should be a good time. I'm really excited to see James. He's the best. And, um, 
Excited for the Seahawks, man. They're going to be good. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. They'll probably be fine. Packers, though. They have a tough schedule. This going to be a tough game. I, don't, I wonder if they're even favored. I guess they're at home. I'll bet they're not favored by more than three. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Packers have been looking good. Packers are good. Remember last time the Packers and Seahawks were on the national stage, Monday Night Football? Was that the catch? The catch or well, non-catch? Yeah, the air, air quote catch. Quote you know what? I, I think I've already said this on this podcast, but I will go down to saying I do believe it was a catch. Mm. I wasn't convinced. I was. I do remember for some reason I don't really go out of my way to catch Seahawks football, but I was in a bar watching it that like live, live when that yeah. happened. Yeah. yeah. Did and, anybody seem to think it was a catch? Oh, everybody that? did. It was a Seahawks. Well, I mean, everybody in there was Seahawks fans. Yeah. And yelling and everything like that. As an objective fan, I think maybe it was. I don't, I don't, I feel like you can't remove yourself and call your... Well, yeah, you can. Sure. Sure. No. Sure. <laughs> he clearly pushed off. So it was a pass interference, clearly. Mm-hmm. But if that's not called, then that doesn't really matter then. Mm-hmm. And you can't review that. So it's done. It's not pass interference, apparently. So that part is decided. And then he gets the ball, Golden Tate does, mm-hmm. with both hands, even though he's around the other guy's body, he's grasping the ball, and he's got his hands on the ball. Doesn't he have his hands on the ball over the other guy's hands? No. I don't remember the details, because... Yeah, we need to review it. <laughs> okay. Uh, but I'm pretty sure it's like they, they were like four hands on that ball, mm-hmm. and... Golden Tate's feet are on the ground and the other guy's feet aren't on the ground. And like in that moment, that ball has been caught apparently. And it's like simultaneous possession and it should go to the right receiver. That's how it's supposed to work. Is, is that a rule? I mean, like, is there something in the rule book about simultaneous possession? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now it doesn't make it look great that then it, Half a second later, the ball was ripped out of Golden Tate's hands into the other guy. <laughs> and Golden Tate only had, quote unquote, possession of it for a half a second. But did he have, like, I mean, you can't say that he had control of it at that point. He clearly didn't they both since did the other together. guy took it. They both did together. Maybe the other guy was just stabilizing it for him. Yeah, but it's it's like if a running back crosses the plane with the ball and then a half a second later, somebody just whacks it out. It right. doesn't matter. He already crossed and it's a touchdown. Yeah, he had possession at the time that he crossed the plane, though. Yeah. But did Golden but, Tate really like have control of the ball? Or well, if, his, just have if both, both his feet are down and he has two hands on the ball, even if the other guy has a hand or two on the ball, too, if there's a rule of simultaneous possession, he in that moment, he, bam, he got possession. All right. It's really complicated, though. Yeah. Because then there's so many rules. Like, remember that one with... With uh, Megatron, you know, Calvin Johnson, where he caught do that I, ball. What? Do I know? He played for Georgia Tech. He yeah. was there when I was there. Yeah. Um, we're fully aware. He's like the one good football thing we've, football player we produced in a very long time. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, good for you. Well, we, <laughs> <laughs> our rivals are UGA and they just kill us every year at football. So we kind of have yeah. a chip on our shoulder about. Yeah. ACC football and everyone hates on ACC football because it's not as good as SEC football. Mm. So anyway, we're proud of Calvin. Well, he just had a weird catch. I remember, I think it was his rookie year where he caught the ball 
and sort of like stumbled out of the back of the end zone, but he clearly had two feet in the end zone. I do remember that. And then it's like the ball hit the ground, like he's holding it in one hand, but he's already had possession of it. Yeah. And then it's like the tip sort of brushed the bot the ground and it just like knocked it out of his hands. And then they called it an in, in uh, incomplete pass, even though it's like he took like three steps in the end zone with the ball and like had possession of it. I don't know. So there's weird stuff. It's like you have to like have possession and like maintain throughout the. Yeah. And throughout the play, because if you like, I mean, I don't know, because if you're in the end zone and you catch a pass and like bring it into your body, like, I mean, you've got possession of it for maybe like a half a second, but then like, if you bobble it, then that doesn't count like bobble it and drop it or something like that, you know, or like if they take a step and like that momentum, like kind of knocks it out, like, right. I mean, you have to maintain possession throughout the, throughout the play. Um, I know if you're running with it and it breaks the plane, you need to have possession at the time it breaks the plane. Yeah. But other than that, like, I think that if you're in the end zone and catching it, don't you have to maintain control? I mean, but if you, like, let's just say that you're standing in the end zone, Mm -hmm. you have both feet on the ground and you just catch it. You hold there, bam, hit you in the hands. And then some guy just goes right after you catch it and just knocks it out of your hands. Is that really an incomplete pass? Like you sat there and caught it with both hands in the end zone. Isn't that a touchdown right then? No, because don't you have to, you have to maintain control but throughout of the ball. what? You supposed to just sit there and hold count to three or what? I don't know. Like what is the rest of the play? Well, I assume that the officials are gonna what like whistle? Like don't they blow the whistle or something? I mean, like it's touchdown. It's clearly a touchdown when you have it, and then I don't. I mean, I mean, I'm not, I'm sorry. I don't know the finer points of football. I mean, if, if you're like jumping in the air and coming mm-hmm. back down, then it seems like, yeah, you've got to get both. Like then it gets more complicated where both feet have to be down while you also have possession of the ball at the same time. And probably that you have to like maintain it. There's something like if you're jumping and coming back down, like throughout that, like there's something like athletic moves and stuff like that. Yeah, they say that's like, right throughout this move that you're in or whatever Mm -hmm. but if it's like you're standing on the ground i don't know it's weird that's a good point but uh i don't know those refs were like high school refs oh yeah because that was when it was what the lockout or something yeah oh they were on strike yeah i mean seriously is there a harder sport to try to officiate than football nfl football like how are you supposed to do that <laughs> I I was an ump in little league baseball, and I was over my head. I yeah. sucked at it. Even just simple like run, you play it first. Ah, uh, <laughs> safe. <laughs> I seriously, I wasn't confident in any call I made. It was sure, weird. those kids feel good it was about weird. that. I was so bad. We had to um when I was playing volleyball. uh in like tournaments and stuff every so often there'd be a weird one when they wouldn't hire refs uh we had to officiate the games and like it would be like it'd be like round robin play so it wouldn't be you know like you wouldn't be officiating or refing a team that was like you would have to play against later unless you made it out of round robin play but even so like that's a lot of power to give to like a 16 year old girl right? sorry i didn't catch the very beginning what sport is this volleyball mm. yeah but you're just uh, but yeah but it's still in and out well, I mean, there's a lot of finer points. Is there? Yeah. Technique. Like handball or uh, <laughs> two hands. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
They hit the ground. <laughs> what is it? Um, so, I mean, there's a lot of rules. Like, you can't hit the net. Mm. Um, you know, you can't have, like, a double touch because uh, only one play- player can, like, hit the ball. I'm not trying to put down volleyball. Mm-hmm. Isn't it just, not. like, simple? Like, don't you just hit the ball back over? <laughs> any, any old idiot could play it. But... <laughs> Um, and there's like a lift. So like if you like hit it with like in an upward motion with your hand open, that doesn't count unless you're setting, but you can't do a double touch. Like if your hands like contact unevenly, that's a Mm. double touch. Um, and then there's like, you have to be mindful of the like players subbing in and out. Cause like, that's like, there's certain rules about how you can do that. And then the girls that are on the back row, you can't jump in front of the 10 foot line. Like your feet can't leave the floor. And so every so often, like based on the rotations, like they'll start in the back row, but they'll come up front. So you just have to like be able to keep that in mind. Um, So they can't jump like to help block. Yeah. Or hit. You can hit, but your feet can't leave the floor. Weird. So they'll come up in the middle of the play to help out, but they like can't do certain things. Yeah. Like if it's, um, every so often, uh, like the setter would be in the back row. So she would come up for like one like weird rotation that we would do. And so she could set, but like a lot of the times if you're setting like across the court, I mean, they jump to help, you know, like kind of push the ball and she can't do that. Hmm. It's pretty limited. Wow. Who would have thought? It's more complicated. Volleyball is a pretty fun sport to watch. Actually, I'll admit it. I love watching college volleyball. Yeah. It's it's so much fun. It's good. Yeah, and beach volleyball too, but college volleyball, like you get, um, it's a surprising amount of strategy. Like we had different like plays and stuff you could do. Yeah. You like cross over and like confuse the blockers. So you could just hit without a blocker in front of you. It was fun. Mm. So it's gotta be kind of, well, very satisfying to be one that's like spiking it. You know, you've like fooled the defense oh, and yeah. now you're just going to like just whack it right at them. Uh huh. <laughs> With like nobody in front of you. Yeah. That's great. Also incredibly satisfying to block. Yeah. So you're tall. You, you did, you were a hitter and a blocker. Mm-hmm. I was in the middle. So like I like blocked on both sides and then obviously the middle and then yeah. I got to hit and like the middles, I think got the coolest like trick plays that we could do. Mm. Like there was a, um, it's called a slide and like we had hand motions for everything. So like before the serve, you'd like, you know, signal to your setter behind your back and tell her what you wanted, which was really cool. And it was up to you. You got to make that call as Mm -hmm. the middle person. And tell her what, I mean, like everybody got to call their own thing, but like the outside hitters usually hit the same stuff, at least, you know, like our level of play. But if it worked out, you know, like there's like one where you like take a step towards the center and it looks like you're doing like the normal middle hit and you go outside and behind her and around and it's almost like a layup where you like turn into the court and just nail it. It's so much fun. I love that one. No way. Yeah. It's really cool. Can it be can it be countered pretty well? If someone sees what you're doing. If they see what you're doing, or if the blocker on that side is too lazy to go to the middle to block like they should, mm-hmm. they can block. But I mean, even then, like I mean, you've at least pulled off one blocker, which is great. And if you watch college ball, they do that. It's so, and I get excited when they do yeah. it. I used to hit that. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, that's a lot of fun. You're wearing a volleyball uh, t-shirt right now. I am from 05. Collins Hill Classic. How'd you guys do? Volleyball tourney. Um, 05. Uh, probably. Oh no, I actually did pretty well on that one, I think. Hmm. Yeah, our team was really good my junior year. Did you ever consider going further in volleyball? Um, I was gonna do club volleyball when I got to college. I love playing it. Um, I had so much fun and I loved all my teammates. Um, but at Georgia Tech, uh, we used the same gym that the basketball team used. 
and it's club volleyball, so they didn't really care about us. Mm -hmm. So we got to use it after they were done, which meant we practiced from 9 to 11 at night. Yeah. And then, you know, like full schedule and working in a lab and everything, I just couldn't. Yeah. So I quit that. I played intramural a little bit, which was awful and painful. I didn't do that again. Not the best time. No. I've been trying at um, OHSU now. All the grad students, there's like an intramural league. Nice. And the med students. And we can only always get like five of the six required people for a team. Oh, yeah. So you're doing that right now? Or you're no. going to start up again? We'll start up again. We've like every quarter, like we've like sent out a big email and like, who wants to do it? It's always five. And then we go out and like get people drunk enough and like talk them into it. And then, uh, like it, it's too late. The, like all the spots are filled. So mm-hmm. we try some at some point. Maybe this year's the year. Nice. I'm about to get into a basketball league, it sounds like. Yeah? Kind of excited about that. What sort of league? It's just like a local Portland's like city men's league. Cool. That'd be fun. There's a coworker that's super athletic guy. Wants me to do it. I don't know. I played basketball with him a couple times. So I'm kind of used to being like, it's not like it's a bunch of scrubs, but like I'm generally the tallest person there. (laughs) And it's not like I'm that good and I can just do whatever I want, but it's... It's a lot different when someone guarding you is five inches shorter than you. That's that's true. I it's can see how that would make a big difference. It's different, yeah. But don't you get pretty competitive when you play just like pickup games? Oh god, yeah. So you're gonna get even more competitive if you're playing I don't know. actual. I don't know. See, it's I don't get competitive. Like, I don't know what is it. It's hard to describe. Like, I'm kind of realistic in some ways about my competitiveness. You know, it's not totally insane. Like, I'm like, you know, we can do better than this. Like, I get mad at my team a lot. <laughs> and That sounds a little scary. No, it's not scary at all. I've, I've threatened very few people. Oh, okay. Um, But, like, if it's, like, good competition with good players and I'm, like, in the middle or lower, then I don't think I'm going to get crazy competitive. You know, if I... Like, Mostly when I get really com- like I'm always really competitive just like with myself like I get mad at myself a lot mm-hmm. you know like I just just that I can do better when I'm really like getting what would look like competitive it's because I'm mad at my team like because I'm <laughs> I'm like you guys suck <laughs> so like if I have good players I wouldn't be I wouldn't be saying anything or doing anything you okay know? how loud I am on the court is is directly is inversely related to the talent on my own team. Okay. For hmm. sure. Hmm. Yeah. I, it is bad. I, I should tone it down. <laughs> Every time I get mad, I always regret it later. 100% of the time. How often do you get mad? I don't know. I don't want to talk about it. Okay. I'm sorry. Gosh. We don't want to talk about it. <laughs> probably, probably once every three times I go, I get kind of pissed. All right. Not like, I, I'm never like, people would be like, oh man, he's, like he's not super happy, but it's not like I'm like screaming at anyone mm-hmm. or like throwing punches at someone. I'm just kind of like just really pissed off the whole time. Yeah. I remember, I remember like team sports. That's just tough. Cause if you're like doing your best and like, you know that you guys can do it and like somebody else on the team just isn't. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. It's still like a guy that just won't go back on defense. Yeah. You know, or he'll like have like a fast break lay in and miss it and then just stand there. And not play defense then, you know, <laughs> it's like that. It really makes me mad. Or the main one is if some guy is like a shooter, it's clearly a shooter. Mm-hmm. And then whoever's guarding him is just like slacks back 
and just lets the guy walk up and just shoot a, a three. It <laughs> fucking kills me. <laughs> like, how many times are you going to let him shoot in your goddamn face? Are you getting a little worked up right now? A little bit. Thinking about it? Should we go play? I'm sorry. <laughs> Might no. be open. No. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm awful at basketball. Yeah. Well, you can't be that bad. Oh, no. I am awful. I played... Um, there's like a local church league uh, that I used to play soccer in for like a couple of years and they started a girls basketball, but they didn't have enough. So it was girls from like either first or second grade all the way up to seventh. And that's a really mm-hmm. big like range of ages and heights and that kind of thing. And I remember playing that and I don't think I scored all season. I was like on the youngest that you could be, but I did not score all season. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You have to learn about this. Yeah. It was, it was pretty embarrassing. I'm just not coordinated. It's That's all right. okay. You're clearly athletic. Mm. No. Yeah. I think I'm just active. <laughs> That's the next best thing. <laughs> yeah. All right. I think we should call this. Yeah, I think Danny's yawning over there. I'm sorry. Uh, we got lots of stuff going on though, so stay tuned, man. Yeah. Sounds like Shepman might not be coming back sad times i i don't want to talk about that yet sorry i'm still working on it not coming back soon yeah anyway. he's gonna come back at some point yeah but I'll just come visit you know it always comes back audible baby <laughs> i'm not sure how that one works but audibletribe.com slash huge quickly get yourself a free audiobook free two-week trial that's the best thing you could do with your time there's not that many things that are better than that because it takes hardly any time and you've got a free audiobook in your ears right after that so there you go thank you so much love you guys yeah